0: Everybody, Russ and my hammers eleven. Hope you're all safe and well. If new to channel, please consider subscribing. Hitting the bell icons, so you may of any time. There's new content on. Loads of you watching it, but not as many people subscribing as they do watching. So make sure you subscribe. And make sure you hit that bell icon, as we've got some really cool stuff coming up, including today's guest. Including today's guest. Um, when you hear his voice, he's not from around these parts. Uh, he's the Jockney Iron, which I think is brilliant. His Twitter name is Jamie T. How you doing, Jamie?
1: yeah not bad yourself ross how's things
0: yeah i'm all right man i'm not too bad i'm not too bad thanks we're we're plugging along as always how are you coping in this weird world we live in now man well it's crazy
1: especially up here me and my girlfriend were down in liverpool at the weekend and it seemed like a holiday to be fair you guys Mm. have got it easy in terms of restrictions up here you know we're living a world where the boozers are closed which for scottish people (laughs) it's like armageddon so yeah just Plodding away, working away, staying sober, and yeah. watching the hammers from yeah. any stream TV I can, you know, find us on. So, exactly. yeah, not bad. Um, just you know, trying to get by. But yeah, yeah, it's been it's not easy. A is it? it ain't easy.
0: And yeah, yeah, it's a weird. It's just weird. The whole thing's just weird, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, to be honest, I know it's. I know you're. I know you're saying the restrictions are tougher in Scotland. To be honest, I kind of like that. Because I'll be honest, because yeah. you know where you are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, here, you know, it's, I mean, you know, same as anyone, you give yeah. someone an inch, they'll take a mile. And so... That's is for you, isn't it? It was. And that's, you know, quite. I like Sturgeon. You know, I do I do yeah. like it because I think I think you need to be like, right, fuck, we're doing this. We're doing she this. is good You're in a sense. Daily. You
1: know, a lot of people do give her credit for that in terms of, yeah. you know, how quickly she reacts and how clear the, the rules are. But at the same time being, a lot of people are going against it just because there's no sort of... Yeah. It's okay saying... You know that's that's the rules and the new yep. restrictions are in place but why you know people are challenging why are the hospitality sector you know getting closed and you mm-hmm. know other places are still open you know so mm-hmm. it's up here it's a bit different you know people are obviously getting mm-hmm. sick of the fact we've been in lockdown yeah. a lot longer mm-hmm. than maybe other places um but yeah it is good in terms of just knowing
0: where you are, the yeah. rooms,
1: but hopefully, you know, the, the plan was to be stricter with it, knowing the fact that we might be out of you know lockdown if you like quicker, yeah. but it's not really transparent nah. that way.
0: Nah, and I know what you mean it's like it's weird also because you have like all the um, you know, a lot of theaters starting to open, yeah. and, and like you got to think. You know why? Why the football open? You know, what I mean, it's yeah, just it's, exactly. you. You got to think. I mean, it's the last <laughs> thing that's going to open because you know, fall because you have to have sixty thousand people in, you know, very very tight space. But you got to think. You know, realistically, realistically, they Football's should be they sort of pushed
1: aside, isn't it? It's always yeah. But even up here, sturgeon's not the biggest sort of fan of it in terms of, you know, just the rules and sort of restrictions. You know, CCTV and all the other things that go with football at the moment, she's not, you know, very kind to football. So, I think football will be the last sort of,
0: you know, yeah, be the last, if you like, you know, industry to
1: to kick start. Um, and I'm a Motherwell fan, so Motherwell's my team in Scotland, Mm. and that's difficult as well, see, just because we're a smaller club, so just financially, you know, we're not the same as West Ham, and it affects us, you know, potentially a little bit more of course Um, so it's difficult but it's just one of the things you know you got you have people in here every single night talking about it and i'm the same boat as everyone
0: else yeah yeah but it's interesting how how some people are coping with it because some people are coping with you know i mean touch wood you know i'm not being funny i haven't been we haven't been too badly affected none of my family have got it well i think i might have had it like at christmas last year yeah. I think because it's like, you know, he didn't just come over in, in January, yeah, exactly. you know, for a So I think I might have had it like, but, um, but you know, it's everyone's, you know, touch I mean, I can do my, my job from home. Obviously, I started doing this whole thing as well. So, yeah. you know, it's, I ain't done, I'm, I'm obviously sort of also, um, you know, I'm very fortunate in the fact that I still go to the games because they still need the music played in the stadium. So, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, easy, it's weird, but, I'm lots fortunate, not more fortunate than some other people here. Um, yeah exactly, say too, as you say
1: and- some people are lucky and some people have obviously have not had the experience of having it or nah. you know go, going through an experience where someone's had it so I'm saying that from my perspective but yeah.
0: there's
1: people out there you know have probably had it tough you know lost family members and you know yeah. that's what you have to remember I suppose isn't it the fact that you know there is people out there struggling and when you're wearing mm. a mask or your, the pubs are closing. You know that's what it's for, so yeah, hopefully, you know, not they're not for you know, too we'll stable. See. Future, yeah, you know, we can get back to
0: some sort of yeah normality. we will. But I mean, you know, West Ham's still keeping us happy, though, right. yeah, it's just a surprise
1: keeping us happy You know, usually it's just for me, you know, traveling from Scotland, it's usually the way days getting drunk, yeah, which is the, the happy bit. You know, usually the 90 minutes is the most sort of. So, down to earth experience I yeah. have in the trip, but um, yeah, recent performances have been keeping the yeah, the job yeah. happy.
0: And what's it like? And what's it like, obviously, because now you know, I mean, I'm a Scottish manager in charge of West Ham, uh, with Moisey and stuff. Is it, um, yeah, is it do you, do you have PTA, of...
1: You know, I was i was proud, or yes. you know, I saw that sort of you know, Scott, Scottish connection there, but yeah, nah, not really. It was a strange one, I thought. You know, like everyone else, you know, we, we don't really, as I say, have some sort of passion or connection to Moyes in any sense. Nah. It's obviously a good thing having Moyes and even Snowgrass there as well. Yeah, it's good yeah. seeing the kind of boys and the team and, you know, having a connection, I suppose, with West Ham in general. But with Moyes, you know, I thought the first time around he'd done his job. He'd, yeah. You know, again, he was handed a sort of difficult task at the time yeah. and he made the, the most of it. Um, if it was maybe an Englishman like Sam Allardyce who done the exact same job, would he have maybe given give more credit potentially? Yeah. You know, so I thought you know I, I think Moyes is doing a good job before yeah. and just now. I think he just needs time, you know, to see where he can take us. I think yeah. it's hard to sort of go on just the fact that he has got a few results. I think he needs a, yeah. you know, a full season under his belt to really define yeah. whether yeah. if he's you know a top half manager or if he has sure. like a. Sort of a Sunderland, you know what he has yeah. went on to do since Manchester United, but yeah. he's 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 been all right, you know. It's it's yeah. proud to have a Scottish manager just now, but yeah. I'll see, but <laughs> now
0: now he's now he's doing all right. You're proud to have yeah. Now he's mate. doing all right. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah he's but yeah. he's, he's, not right. when he's, when he's <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> it. It's like with Andy Murray. When Andy Murray's winning, he's British. Yeah. When he's losing, the Scottish. <laughs> yeah exactly. It's the same over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's and it's you know. I, uh, it was important i think that we got we had a british manager in charge anyway cuz i just think you i think yeah. we, we got a think i think it was definitely burnt by pellegrini we tried to buy ourselves into being a top 6 team and it didn't work and i think moyes is actually probably ideal if he does what he does at west ham is what we did at everton which everyone always mentions exactly. then you know and he's you know and the, the guys he's getting in you know the the sucheks and the bowens and and hopefully uh, berama and and soufau and yeah, I think Good
1: you know, I think got money,
0: yeah. And
1: you know, obviously people say we should have went for maybe an Eddie Howe at the time or other people were, you know, sort of mentioned, but mm. you know, David David Moyes is coming in to do a job like he done at Everton. You know, we're not gonna just go from you know, where we were, spend hundred, you know, whatever yeah. million and just all of a sudden be in the top four. You know, totally. there is a there is a steady progress there and The fact that david moyce has done it before you know he knows sort of what's demanded and what's you know the sort of duration in terms of the time scale involved and the signings you have to make and how to build that spirit because we're not going to get there through raw ability with the amount of money other teams are spending so hopefully does a good you know a good job for us and gets us even in a place where we can start building you know we are in a position where if we do spend a bit of money we've already got a team there that can yeah. compete at a decent level but um question marks are over him just now but hopefully you know this is this is his last chance in the premier league isn't yeah, it
0: really? yeah totally and, no you're right and obviously there's there's a big there's a big question mark now in terms of obviously antonio's injured and out yeah. like wherever he's five six weeks or whatever and and so it's it's, you know, we do call, you know, everyone calls him Divin Dave and stuff like that. But now it's a chance to say, actually, I mean, he, he found, he found, I mean, he went to that three at the back and it just worked. He, he can't necessarily play that same formation with Haller if you're playing yeah, Haller. Exactly. He won't have that sort of, that running ability. You need to have a bit more create, creativity on the side. So it may mean that Barami comes in and uh, and Fournaus is dropped, you know, so there's going to be a bit of change. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think and you had
1: the, in the head there. A lot of people are seeing social media complaining about the fact Haller isn't playing, but... He can't play hard in that formation, you know, he doesn't no. get him behind. That's why Yamanke yeah, come on at the weekend. It's not because he's you know he's a better player or he's more fancied, it is just because in that style of play, harler yeah. would have obviously not gotten behind. Potentially, he might have that capability, but not from what I've seen it so far. He has got ability, mm. you know, no doubt he
0: is oh, no a really good
1: player, but you know, I think you're right, I think he will have to change it. Mm. You know, I, I've seen the exact same sort of mentions that you said there in terms of. If he plays Haller, he might need, you know, a Benarama round yeah. on from miles, you know, a bit bowing, pace players who can get bitten behind, stretch to yeah. play, you know, put balls in the box. So, yeah, it is going to be interesting. But he played a, a good style of football, from what I can remember, at Everton. You know, mm. he wasn't a 3-5-2 man. That's a pretty new thing anyway, but he was, mm. you know, he had Morales, you know, Lukaku, Pina. Yeah. Um, so he had a good team there, but exactly.
0: yeah.
1: I, I think he can only play a style of play to de- Depends on the the players you have. The players, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's gonna be one of those where hopefully the players
0: now have confidence and can go into a style of play where we yeah. can play expansive football. And I think it's a confidence thing, as you said, and I think you you're right. You can't you know, you, you can't make an omelet unless you've got the eggs um to make it. And and so, you know, at the moment he's he's making a cake with, with certain ingredients. Some of those ingredients he can't play on you know against the Premier League champions. So he's gonna to have to get a new recipe and, and hopefully you know, I think he's got the. I think it'll be the making of him in terms of his West Ham managerial career because he'll have to do something different, and, and he'll have to do something different. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. Um But uh, yeah, I mean, it's only the Premier League champions. It's nothing much, you know. Not being funny, <laughs> you know? it's not much of a test, <laughs> is it? Although they don't, I don't have know. uh Last for it. me,
1: perform the best, but isn't it last? You've yeah, seen him the see, in games.
0: We always do. We were shitting ourselves when we saw the Premier the the big Premier League fixtures come out. And it was like, oh, you know, his first seven games, oh shit, we're playing everyone in the top six or whatever. I think players like last yeah. time we
1: played at Anfield last season. Yes.
0: Um, I think it was Fabianski who made his two mistakes.
1: Mm. Oh yeah. You know, that's we'll be on to a good performance and a good result, hopefully, if you play exactly. somewhere to that.
0: But and without Van Dyke and without Fabinho, it looks like yeah. Salah's got a knock, you know, there's you can't Salah plays. Yeah. He can't play. Saw saw team, anyway. He's Uzi. He? He's no Jared <laughs> Bowen. Yeah, <laughs> he's no Pablo <laughs> um So, so Jamie, you know, obviously, we, we, you know, we, we'll address the elephant in the room in the fact that you haven't got a Cockney accent. Um, why are you a West Ham fan? What's your story? Why are you West Ham? This
1: is the, so. This is the thing, you know, when you're grown up, if you support West Ham in Scotland straight away, if people are asking, you know, did you watch Green Street? That's
0: yeah,
1: that's the elephant in the room up here. You know, if if you support West Ham, all of a sudden it's because you're you know, want to be football casual. Not for everyone, um, especially not for a lot of people I go to football with, it tends to be if you are one of those fans. Yeah. You fall off very quickly because you have to pay a lot of money, you have to travel a lot. um So for me, it's because my dad. So my family are all from Motherwell, in yep. Scotland, but my dad um, was, was born down that region. Um, so my granddad moved down there for work with you know my gra- my grandmother, and my dad was born down there. So growing up, that was his team. My granddad used to get tickets for the Best Time Games. Mm. My dad used to go to the games, and you know that was his team really. He lived down there until he was maybe like eight or nine, came back up the road with my, my uncle as well. And that was, you know, always his team growing up. My granddad was also a West Ham fan, but secretly we believed he was a Closet of United fan as well because of yeah. Sir Alex Ferguson. But um, my family were always West Ham orientated as well. So growing up, you know, I was West Ham shots, watching the West Ham games on the TV yeah. all the time. And as a Scottish person, you always have like a Scottish team and an English team. It's just one of those things where the Premier League, even abroad, you know, probably the same. Everyone's got an English team. And for me, it was always West Ham. It was strange because growing up at school, you know, you have that in a kid where you want to be a Man City, you always want to support the best team. But for me, I always just support the West Ham. And yeah, you know, growing up watching all the games when I was younger. I was born in 96, so it was, you know, early 2000s when I started playing games like LMA Manager and Championship Manager even. And I started to really understand, you know, West Ham as well. That's when I really, you know, supported more own as well because before that, I'd go to my little games with my family when they take me, but I never really got the opportunity to go down to London because it was so far. Yeah. Um, Whereas, you know, watching the games on the TV all the time was my sort of, my first experience you know of just going wow you know it's amazing in terms of seeing how different english football was to scottish yeah. and obviously as i say, playing games and stuff as well just i used to always go west Ham because they had more money and that was my team so you know <laughs> yeah, well, more Something money more, yeah. a pound to a fiver so yeah. um yeah that was sort of my introduction to west Ham and mm. how i supported them it was just sort of family orientated
0: the same as you know the, the other teams are support as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brilliant, man. That's brilliant. And as you said, I mean, yeah, you know, a lot of people have West Ham like as their as, the, as you said their team because their parents. Yeah. But they're not. There's not so much of a gap between. The state between where they play their teams and where you live you know what i mean so it's like yeah. why i love the fact is despite the fact you know as you said like you know your mates were supporting man cities and the you still with west Ham, despite the fact we won fuck all and and yeah. that's and, that's it you, that's so even certain... back then like so i've seen your podcast before and
1: it's the same for myself you know back then i can remember at high school it was in first year i think yeah. When we beat Manchester United 4-0 in the cup yeah. and I think Caron Cole scored two and Jonathan Spector scored uh, two as well him. I think Yeah. I think I was the case 4-0 in the cup at Upton Park and I can always remember that and like for me that was like winning a trophy that was like you know like basically winning the FA Cup or something you know it was just a something I climbed to for the next Five years of being a West Ham fan, um, so, that's, you what, know, we it's that's, that's
0: what we do, though. That's what we do. we, you know, it's like we we, yeah. live, we love the fact that we've scored, you know, we've beaten Tottenham, we beat Tottenham, or we draw with Tottenham, or whatever, and we'll live on that for a good couple of weeks. with all our yeah, Tottenham exactly. fans, yeah. and so even for United.
1: against them. We've always can recall the one time,
0: yeah, you know, we got a winner or a draw. <laughs> I love it, but that's what it is about being a West Ham fan, you know. We don't get there's not much, there's not much, uh, it's more. Thin and thick in terms of West Ham being a West Ham fan, you know, we don't, we have not very, not a lot of highlights, but um, when we do have them, we cherish them. Do you know what I yes. mean? It's like you know, like that game against Tottenham, you know, we cherish the fact that we came up from three nil down, and then typical West Ham of us go, Oh, but before now, I should have scored that goal, yeah. <laughs> and we shouldn't been three nil down. you know, there's yeah. always, there's always a layer, it's always like yeah, a, yeah. a trifle. There's always a West Ham's has always got like a, a pessimistic custard topping 100%. Oh, Yes, Being Scottish, it's probably
1: yeah. a spirit that's a typical Scotsman.
0: Yeah, it's and not, it's not it. been a
1: need up bringing watching Scotland, West Ham, and Muller. I'll tell you, course, even no. Muller, we've not won a cup since 1991, <laughs> so I've not, well, it's not been. I about. About, about the West Ham that's 11 <laughs> yeah. years
0: before West Ham But you know, 98. <laughs> was the last time we won. Sorry, won the End Ted's Cup in 1999. I do apologize, exactly. but yes, I'm passing not, that as a trophy. I can't as a trophy, it needs, but it's not around the perimeter, you know. You know, when it's a trophy, when, when you know, like at Arsenal, wherever it's on the perimeter boards, yeah. you know, like the FA Cup, you know, we're getting <laughs> to the point now where we're going to have to put the Betway Cup winners, yeah. And put like, <laughs> you know, the struggle fact- to win <laughs> yeah. Nice, we never win I've that, won only it. us, not invent- won it near Bournemouth and New exactly. Only us would invent a cup which we don't fucking win, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I love it, yeah, that's <laughs> typical West Ham, but no, and you just said, you know. And, and and in terms of going, obviously, when we could go to games, um, I imagine for you, it's a lot of away trips and stuff as well, because it's probably easy to get to London, potentially, and stuff like yeah, that for you. 100%. So, obviously, I touched on myself,
1: but a lot of fans up here are the same. You know, yeah. fans who yeah. support West Ham up here, just because they are West Ham and, you know, yeah. there's support Rangers and there's a connection there. and You get a lot of false fans, but the people I go with certainly, you know, are proper fans. and. You know, they all support through different ways, through family or, you know, Frank Mankaveney played with West Ham right. right? you know, and yeah. he was a hero up here, so they followed him down there and, you know, it's different, you know, ways to go into West Ham, but, yeah, away games are certainly where we try and go to more because yeah. we can travel down back up, you know, on one day, whereas course, London, yeah. down it's like a, a weekend sort of number, yeah, you'd have to be down on the Friday, maybe back up on the Sunday or, you know, we try and get down to home games. And even then, saying that home gate, you know, away games are much, much better. Me personally, I believe so. You know, there's a better atmosphere. The West Ham fans who are travelling up north are on, you know, the booze, are on the drink as well. So, you know, by the time time we meet them, you know, it's a a good afternoon. So, away games like Burnley, Manchester, you know, Liverpool, Newcastle, especially, um, you know, they, they type of away days are the away games we'll go to every season yeah and then yeah. whatever we get to out like, with that it's sort of a bonus as well but we do try and get to as many
0: games as possible yeah, yeah yeah but i mean now obviously everyone gets a chance to you know stay in a nice warm dry house and watch all the games yeah. on tv at the moment do you watch it do you when the games are on uh do you watch them with the sound the crowd noise on or the crowd noise off What? what, what do you oh,
1: without, you? This, without the sound see i'm a football yeah. coach as well so i much prefer ah, to okay to the say. and even yeah. then the, the, the crowd music you know it's fake it's not it's not real at all and i'd much rather listen to what the players are saying because i'm not going to get a chance to again i suppose so it's yeah. much better to to get a wee. it's a good point insane. yeah Look, because even watching the football just now, it doesn't feel as if it's back at all. You know, it's yeah. for me, it's like a. You know, so know you a or something,
0: it's, not, yeah. it's not sticking it's a anyway. And also you could probably make out what David Moyes is actually saying because he's just, <laughs> such a, a shout, just such a like a, yeah. a strong Scottish accent. It's like him and Alan yeah. Irvine, both of them together. It's like, oh, <laughs> dear. But, yeah, and I, and I, I mean, I, I like, obviously, when I'm there, I have to have something on in the background. But I, I actually, I'm the same as you. When we're playing away, I do watch it without the sound. With just a just a, the the team, yeah. noise, so to speak. Because I, I agree. And it's interesting to hear who's really vocal. So obviously Oggy's yeah. really vocal and Declan's really vocal. And obviously all of our bench just scream the whole time, yeah. whether it's Nolan or any of them. And yeah. and that's what's great. It must be quite intimidating, you know, for the opposition because, you know, you've got to think people like I don't know, Guadiola's I can imagine quite our probably quite quiet. Um, you know, and yeah. you know, where we've got like all of our yes, we've got Irvine, we've got we've got Moyes, we've got, you know, Kevin Nolan, we've got we've got Terry. Yeah, yeah, all just like screaming yeah. at them what to do and oh you uh, can tell that in the performances yeah. as well.
1: A lot of games you watch now and it's it's very flat, you know. Yeah. that's why I don't like it as well. A lot of games are very flat and like they're not. Like they would be if you were at the football. So Mm. the fact that we are playing quite intense football certainly comes from somewhere. And you know, as you said there, it will come from the the coaching staff and the players demanding.
0: You know, each player and individual to take up their level and keep the intensity. And also, I mean, you've got the. I just think you know, the fact is they can communicate because there's no crowd noise. They can, you know, if you're playing, you know, I don't know. Whoever's playing, you know, I don't know, whoever's playing right wing back or whatever, you know, if Sioux playing on the right and Moise is on the touch on the left, you could actually hear him, you know, telling what to do.
1: Place, he can't
0: no, so you can't say, well, yeah. I can't hear you, sorry, call you, mate. He's yeah. Proud, but no, and that's what I like. And I just think it's just, it really has made a difference, I think. And, Some uh, teams have struggled with it and other teams are taking advantage yeah. of it. It's yeah. they find
1: it. You've seen it at the start, a lot of teams at home struggled I don't know why, you know, that
0: comes I think it's because, you know, the crowd isn't there. So, you know, I mean, the fact is, you know, we're going to Anfield this weekend and there's no crowd. So there's no – you haven't got that – you'll never walk alone, you know, that big match feel. You know, you can go and have a go. I mean, you know, you know when when teams turn up, you know, like the whole – you know, when Villa turned over Liverpool, you know, at Villa Park, you know, you can have a go at these teams now and there's not going to be any sort of – crowd noise backing off or booing them and stuff like that so you know usually when you're the away team you want to push don't you and really have a go to get the crowd against the home team and they can't do that now and same as the other way you know we we can go there and have a go
1: yeah you can actually see the tactics in place now you see Mm. before like teams would maybe go out of that shape or whatever to try and push because the fans are at them and as you said now you can actually see teams sitting in you know it's open the pressure, then hitting mm. on the break and stuff, and you can actually see. It's like a training match, you know, and that's in every sense, you know, it is literally yeah. like watching a bounce game. Um,
0: but and, and also, I don't think like you know, and it's like I don't think surprised. You look who's at the bottom of the league, and you know. It is, you know, your Sheffield Uniteds, and, and you know, obviously, other, and Burnleys, and people like that. Uh, you know, and I think it's because, you know, it's no, it's, I don't think it's a, it's any um, surprise really, because they have traditionally, you know, really tight, intimidating crowds. You know, in terms of the ground and stuff, and you know, a lot of Sheffield Uniteds points were from home, and the crowd played a massive part. They're not there yeah. now, and so they, it's almost like they've lost. 20% that's of their intensity. It's but literally that's yeah. kind of what
1: it is, you know. Um, and I agree. That's it's, He's it's coming into place. I'm surprised, you know, some teams have struggled with it yeah. because you do notice it in times where, you know, Sheffield United are, seem as if they're a, you know, a shadow of the team they were before. It's and true, I think it yeah, is yeah. because yeah. of the fact that, you know, there is no fans in place, but other yeah. teams, you know, you see teams that are now coming out of their shell and playing good football, like ourselves. You know, yeah. newcastle started pretty well yeah. you know in terms of the football playing so there's teams that are taking advantage of you know not having that pressure and there's mm. other teams you know not having fans there where as you say you know the other team get intimidated and it's you true. know for Sheffield united maybe the players that have stepped up from the championship you know a lot of the players maybe didn't have the quality but because they had that sort of you know the legs and that, the, the the fans yeah. pushing them you, you know that extra
0: effort it's true goes it's like, sometimes it's like in super mario brothers when you used to you know he was a little band and he had a yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what they are they probably played they probably last year played 20 percent better than they should have done on their feedback exactly, ratings yeah. and it's no surprise you know you've got the championship teams that have come up the fulhams their bottom you've got west broma down there and it's the same thing you know they need the crowd to give them that boost i don't think I- uh, 90,000 crowd would help film in West Brom at the moment, to be yeah. sure. But It's but, it's surprising though, it's like it's a Sheffield yeah. United thing as well, you know. It's in you know, the Sheffield United, you know. No, I didn't think they were going to do as well as they did last year, and and you know, I, I don't know the stats, I'm sure someone's going to come up in the in the comments soon, yeah. but you know, a lot of their points were at home, I imagine, and it's intimidating ground. I've been there, you know, I've been at Bramwell Lane, and it's a shithole in the middle of like you know a, a little state, but it's their it's ground. one of the best away games, I'd say. <laughs> I love it it's a great it's a great away day because it's like old school football isn't it it's literally well, it's surprising as well
1: because you know the style of football they play we kind of suit them in this environment in terms of they yeah. do sit back they do yeah. sort of have teams in the counter you know they are very defensive and you know the fact that obviously there is no crowd no one's really urging them forward either so uh. Shouldn't really affect him as much, but I just think it is because other teams are now going there and feeling more comfortable,
0: yeah.
1: And obviously, maybe sussing them out a little bit in terms of how they play. But you know, I'm surprised that teams like that and Burnley, especially, but teams like that, you know, you always see teams like Sheffield United and the Burnley might struggle at times, but they always seem to do enough, yeah. Well, you, to, to. Yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. The pick up points here and there, and obviously, Sheffield United, this is a first season, really having that challenge. But I can see them staying up and just getting enough points because of the, the style of play they play
0: playing, you know, film in West Brom. But the team's worse than them. I think there's a lot of worse teams than them this season. So, you yeah. know, and, uh, that's why I never really had any, uh, n- any sort of worry for us because I, I just think there's worse teams. Not just I think there's worse teams than us, but I think obviously the tail end of, of last season, we were playing some really good football, bar one yeah. game. We were playing. We were. We were. You know, and same as this year. Obviously, the first game, the Newcastle game. I think if we played Newcastle now, we would have turned them over, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, we're we're notoriously slow starters, and you know our one 11 is good. It's interesting now, obviously with with um, Antonio out, how it's going to work. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm quite I'm quietly confident. And, you know, the, the I think everyone knew and told him was yeah, going to get an injury though. In fact, the man's a, one of the strongest men in the world from the, from the chest up, but he just had the most weak yeah. ankles and leg you know, and he's just like, you know, he just doesn't do leg day. Um, and uh, yeah, he's just someone so strong. He's so weak and I'm surprised he, it, it took him because obviously he didn't get injured last season after restart, if I remember. He may have got a knock or something, but he played pretty much every game and he's played pretty much every game this season as well. And I think yeah, we saw was it the when it was the um and You knew it was coming, I don't the, think so no, many
1: yeah. sort of times he plays or you know what he does. It's just yeah. you just know he's coming in a season where he's gonna get injured. Yeah. So it's one of those been, things, we should have the replacements to come in as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's it's frustrating because obviously, you know, we were looking at obviously, you know, in hindsight's a great thing in football, but we were looking obviously at Ben Rami and looking at Josh King, you know, yeah. to be honest josh king would have just gone in no problem kept this formation he's it's sod law but it is west ham unfortunately but yeah. it gives it i think he does give opportunity to see barami and i think he is gonna you know by all accounts he's he's say he does look
1: like a quiet type player but yeah. we just have to wait and see isn't it it's one of the ones you know he's 25 i think now as well so he's at that age he's got a bit of experience you know he's not yeah. very young so it'll be interesting to see how he makes his step up yeah. because he hasn't, you know, I've watched him, any time i watched him, I always preferred Watkins as well, you know, yeah, Watkins yeah, yeah. always impressed me, but, you know, you, you can't fault the sort of skill and the they no. just, uh, the way he plays football, it's like, you don't get many players like that nowadays, you know, no. it's like a rather Morrison type player where he's just yeah. eccentric a little bit, so hopefully he's and I don't know whether he'll find the team. I think, maybe he'll replace Miles, but then he has been playing yeah. well, do we go to he's up well, top?
0: I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I just think he's, he is, you know, I think is that, honestly, the best time to play him is against Liverpool. Because it's a free hit. Liverpool's a free hit. Liverpool at Anfield, free hit. We're, 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 you know, odds on to lose. And especially with the defensive
1: force just now, you see the
0: amount of injuries
1: they've got. It's the best time to go at them.
0: Yeah. Go at them. Play him. He's going to be... You know, he's, his dreams of playing the Premier League. He's going to be playing against the Premier League champions. He's going to be trying to do every fucking trick and flick in the book. Why not? Why not? You know, it's like, let's have a go, man. Let's, yeah, and it's like... It's another I, thing as
1: well. Seeing the fact he hasn't played so far and hasn't been near the team. Yeah. Obviously, David Moyes has high standards in terms of the way he plays, but he must. Mm. Like, it's weird, I think, it's strange. That, you know, the fact he's played with Brentford so far, comes into our team, and he hasn't yeah. fit enough, apparently. So... Yeah. You know, I don't know how long that will be, or, you know, is it, and then you start the rumours where, is he? Is it Moyes signing, you know, is yeah, it, yeah, yeah. even Moyes want him there, and is he going to fit in going forward, is he going to, you know, be a, like a Haller type player where he, he might not get a look in, so, you
0: well, just see, need to be and see because who knows what's around the corner with us, isn't it? Know. It is, and it's just, it's just an, another episode to the soap opera of West Ham. And that's yeah. the thing. There's always a story happening, and this yeah. is a new story happening. And then, you know, he'll probably play an absolute blinder on Saturday. And then it's like, and then you know, it's like, okay, we can keep that for six weeks. Uh, and then Antonio's yeah. back. Oh, what do we do now? And he would read you up? And you know, we always, as I said, we always have, you know, West Ham are always looking. In front of where the car crashes, you know, it's like they're not enjoying the ride to get there yes. when the car crash is happening. So it's that it's happening. to enjoy it, and then the Sunday morning it's all oh. next it's awful, week, isn't it? It's awful how you know we just, we just can't enjoy the fact that we're playing some, we're playing actually all right, you know, we're not it's doing too a bad. Team, they'd, be a match day. they'd be talking over Twitter, oh, you know, it'd be
1: yeah, how you're playing besides, it's just yeah, out. Exactly. You know, it's, already, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's everything we, else, you know we turned over like we turned over like wolves and, and 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 uh leicester and yeah it was it was still like oh yeah but we're gonna lose against tottenham it's like well no just <laughs> if you have not if literally i mean you know that leicester game we we shut them out completely for the whole game and yeah was
1: but then after that first 15 20 minutes you were thinking oh, yeah oh, a bit of confidence a bit of optimism and yeah. it just
0: Oh, she's doing on you. Yeah. It's just been, yeah. Hamman, it? It is just been a West Ham isn't it? It's just been a West Ham But what I like about Moyes's team and what I like about the team at the moment is there's always a goal. You know, it, it always looks like we're going to get a goal. We're going, You know, we very rarely don't score in the games now. And that's really encouraging because I remember some dark times where it looked like we weren't going to get a shot on target many, many years ago, let alone score a goal, you know, when we had like Mike Newell up front. <laughs> leads. I remember that oh, it was one of my worst games ever. It was pissed down as well. Um and, and so yeah, it's it's nice that there's there's goals and it's might be it might be a corner, it might be a free kick, it might be Antonio bullying a defender or you know, even Boeing just as well. I don't think it was ever you know, it's the same players. Even yeah. when you
1: come in, he obviously brought in Surchik and you know Bowen's come in, but apart from yeah. that, you know, the players just look as if they're a lot more confident, they'll try yeah. things, they you know they believe in the style of play as well and obviously you see all the rumors and the, the talk coming out just now where they want Moyes to be given a new contract and stay longer yeah. term I you can him. see that the yeah. you can see the players buying into it and you know going the extra yard i think Rice's look more confident going forward as well yeah. sure checks a big threat you know all over the park yeah. they just look a lot more confident yeah. going forward really and confident in
0: themselves yeah. Definitely. And I think you're right. And they love him. You know, you can tell they all love him. You know, as I said, when, when Dex scored that goal last season and he went over, the first person he hugged was, was David Moyes and and that's, you know, and I think that's, you know, when he was obviously off uh, for a couple of weeks with uh you know he was self isolating. No doubt that the, the word of the uh, word of the team was let's do it for David, you know, let's do it for Moisey and uh and they repaid him, you know, which is great. But um Right, let's let's go let's go on to your eleven, Jane. Let's go on to your eleven. So as I said, there's only I mean there's only one rule and the rule is you have to be alive to a scene and play, but that's it. You can up, you can pick whoever you want, whoever you want. Um do we have a theme, Jamie? We certainly do, Russ.
1: And so originally the theme was Scottish players, but quite quickly I found that very difficult. <laughs> so <laughs> I managed to come up with a few. I'll yep. maybe name a couple because they aren't in my team. Um, we had guys like Don Hutchison. Yeah, we yeah. Had, I'm struggling now. It was a David Noble, I think, played with his for a, a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. can't really recall him. near could many <laughs> of the, the Jockney followers. Yes. And we had... Who else did we have? In fact, see, I'm struggling to remember them just because there was a few there that Malky McKay was one oh, um, McKay. But I wasn't alive to see him playing no, for. You
0: so. were, no, you weren't. Jeez, yeah, no, we we no.
1: definitely struggled amongst all of us to Brilliant. to name a starting 11. We even struggled with a five a side team at one point, I think. So we, we we changed that a little bit and I think we've both agreed to go with players that have played with first Arm and also have a connection with Scotland. So Scottish League or Scotland in general. So the first player, again, it was quite hard because there's not so many players, surprisingly, that have played for West Ham and also made it to Scotland, Sure. um, be it football or vice versa, you know, Scottish players going to West Ham. So it was quite hard. But the first player that's going to make my start in the oven is a player that played with Mullerell, actually. So he started, well, he was playing with Charlton, um, he came up to Motherwell and he became quite a folk hero in Motherwell, probably the best goalkeeper I've ever seen play for my club in Scotland.
0: Wow.
1: He's then went on to play for West Ham and he's still
0: currently there. It's Mr. Darren Ra- Randolph. Wow, Darren Randolph. And that's brilliant, yeah. isn't it, being a Motherwell and a West Ham player. Yeah, there's not many
1: players that do that, to be fair. Oh, one, um, so, and I've got two two of them
0: make my start in the know
1: okay how that's happened but
0: <laughs> Brilliant. i love yeah. it what a surprise no yeah but don't yeah, right. he's a solid he's a solid keeper and i think when he came back to be like the number two i think everyone was really happy yeah so, definitely you know. but to
1: be fair see his first time around obviously we brought in fabianski you know mm. the same time around if you like in between that yeah. i suppose but the first time around when he got his chance i think if he was given you know a longer time or longer stint is yeah. number one he, he has a mistake in him albeit but yeah he's, he's got the quality to be a you know a, a good decent number one and the fact that we've it spent money you know we could have spent money in different areas you know i know fabianski didn't cost a lot but you know the fact that we got him Randolph off at maybe 25 years old 26 he had a mm. long period of time in him that we could have kept him as a number one could yep. have maybe seen how he got on but um obviously Adrian was there as well at the time, so it was you know you. a goalkeeper that he yeah. was up against. I find it it was difficult to get you know getting a team, but he has a good goalkeeper, I think, and he's a good number two, as you
0: say. He is, and it's a shame, isn't it that that uh, it's a shame that Allison's back in the side because. <laughs> <laughs> facing Adrian, blessing the way he's been playing, but yeah, and I think I agree. When he got his place, when he got his place in that first team, it was like unlike Fabianski and him, where clearly Fabianski's the number one and Darren is the number two, with him and Adrian, they were very, very close. And it was always like when one had a bit of a couple of dodgy games, the other one came in, and then one was a cup, cup keeper, and, and um, yeah. I just he was, like, some good performances i can yeah. remember there's
1: a, a few performances
0: where you know he was a
1: standout a few good saves and stuff yeah. as well he's that one of the those shop stoppers who stop shoppers would i say well um you know whatever he, he sort of does it just makes it look so much dramatic and so much better than what it should be yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think that's sort of maybe why i like to Motherwell because he was just so you know we've had good goalkeepers in Motherwell as well guys like John Muddy. Played with yep. us as well. He started with Motherwell and mm. made his way down to Norwich. Um, you know we've had good goalkeepers, Mark Gillespie, who's went on to Newcastle this season.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So we've had good goalkeepers, but I think Randolph just, with us, he played consistently and he True. just, you know, he was just so good. At being that, you know, sort of goalkeeper where, you know, he could pull out a wonder save off, you know, from nowhere and keep deciding a game. You yeah. would have sort of, games where you know you've made a blunder or not a or too but um you know he, i think he has a really good goalkeeper where you know he's probably maybe past his best now yeah i'm not going yeah, to him, but, you know, yeah. not, not gonna get him back in his peak but
0: he's he's certainly a goalkeeper that we've you know got value for money for and there's not definitely. many you oh definitely right okay we'll put randolph in let's go into the uh defense who's your first defender so I'll start at right back, um, oh, I've made me a 4-2-4,
1: just to try and squeeze players oh, in nice. that,
0: yeah.
1: are, um, that are worth mentioning in this side. I struggle with setting our mids, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> That's great, so, yeah, fine like, yeah. Love it, man. Setting mids are makeshift, yeah. but um, we'll make do. Um, so at right back, I'm going with a player who you'll be maybe surprised that he played in Scotland, but... At the same time, being he sort of optimized, maybe the time where I support started supporting West Ham and the team surrounding them that was sort of when I got really into it and knew what was happening and you know, loved the team. Um, it was a Mr. Faubert.
0: oh, Julian,
1: yeah, Julian Faubert. Um, Mm. so in Scotland, he's not maybe it's a a name that you wouldn't maybe recall playing in Scotland. Yeah. However, with West Ham, obviously, in that period of time when we started spending a little bit of money, and me being old enough to understand it, and we've got guys like Rob Green and goals, Matt Upson, you mm. know, the spending money area. Um, he, he was a player that sort of optimised that period of time where we spent money, we brought in good players, but they also loved an injury. Yeah. So, and I think his signing was a bit surreal at times. You know, I can even recall it was a bit strange yeah. where we signed him, and then obviously going on to Real Madrid, it was like,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, yeah. if I,
0: if was, I, just, I And actually, I think he's in Madrid this at the moment because his Instagram yet. Yeah, he had a pit. He, they were at the Bernabeu, and he just said, "All well, <laughs> some of us have been inside this." So I went, mean, yeah, but you fell asleep on the pit he's on the yeah. bed. <laughs> him, You know, um, yeah, and I he was, and you know when like you sign a player or you get a rumor, and the first thing you do is go on YouTube to look at the yeah. how good he is. He was the first one I remember doing that. So, yeah. like, and because and he was like the TGF, yeah, you know, the, the, the fast trade, he's nicknamed, yeah. Were, and he was like rapid, and then within like a week, he got a week aside, and he got injured didn't he, in the pre season, and he never came back the same player, typical, because he would have been absolutely lightning, man. Absolutely lightning, but yeah, um,
1: he went on in Scotland with, I think it was St. or Dundee, uh, Dundee United, sorry, oh, yeah, no
0: fact, it was yes, St. Merner. yeah, uh, it was, I'm trying to remember who it was because it's Anton's. Mind United, he's it's his team. I, don't yeah, know I his think it was Kamal. Yeah, Kamal. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. A uh, uh, guy, De Mel went on to play with dungeon United as well. So I got them mixed up there. But yeah, it was Kamal who went on to play for him. he was a, I would say, flash in the flash in the pan, but he wasn't yeah. a flash. He just sort of turned up, big name, <laughs> hardly kicked the ball, got an extra few quid just off the back yeah. of who he was, and coming to play in Scotland, Brilliant. they should automatically just make it. Um like many players he didn't unfortunately. So yeah. yeah, he was um he was as I recall at West Ham, he was a, a flash in the pan type player with a big name. You know, I thought I don't know, he obviously never done much many life West Ham, but you know, we've not the money we've spent in right backs and left backs, you know, the, the full back areas. Mm. There's been players like him where if you see if he kept maybe a hold of them, maybe they've done a job i don't know you know have you done any better really since then you know um obviously we've had like tomkins makeshift we've had players you know i would yeah. get a left back you know we have had sort of players that have come in and out but we've never really spent money on a player at right back like forbert i think he's the last mm-hmm. one that we really have because that was a lot yeah. of money back then, yeah, i remember as well so we've never really spent money on a right-back or a left-back. No, nah, not really. I mean, even
0: Sue, Sue Fowler is relatively small sh- yeah, money, a few million exactly. kids, you know. In this age, um, you
1: know, small money before, but I think it was like six million or yeah, something we paid something about maybe, six, seven,
0: yeah, something like- Which
1: was a bit of money back then, you know. It was like yeah. a... I can remember we were paying that some more money to, you know, for guys like Rob Green Matt Upson, who were yeah. pretty much you know an England squad. So paying that now, you know, you'd be paying crazy figures, you know the
0: Boy
1: yeah, from Burnley, yeah,
0: yeah you know, exactly. He found him for him, he's just a you know, just, yeah, he's not even, secondhand first... upson, yeah. You know, so yeah, he's... a second hand Matt upson. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna, Tsikovsky's gonna be like crying in his, <laughs> in his, in his soup, but be because,
1: because we never go, I'm just saying that's yeah. so like, just a second hand
0: matt Upson, brilliant <laughs> god yeah right, will put julian in and we'll swiftly move on let's go let's go left back then who have we got on the left back, left
1: then, back. so on our left back this is the second player who played with Motherwell and also plays with first well, played with first time should i say um he's a player who i've only included because i couldn't really think of anyone else and also my team's not all the best players but players i want to mention just because of why we signed them so it's stephen hendry yes so stephen hendry now he played with hamilton who are my team's rivals and he was relatively good i think it was a lot to do with the fact he was young so you know he was young scottish you know we just had robertson sort of you know moving yeah. down south, you know, there was a lot of hype around it. I think West Ham just took a gamble. You know, looking from a Scottish perspective, you know, it wasn't he wasn't maybe like a Robertson, you know, he wasn't yeah. a stand above the rest. He was just had the potential maybe to be a good player. He was young Scottish, and there was maybe a trend of you know, players coming through in that area. Barry yeah, Douglas yeah, yeah. went down. And you know, other players went down as well. So, I just got you know, West Ham just took a gamble.
0: Take a pun, and
1: man. I don't know if you can recall him, but he didn't really do much.
0: <laughs> I've got a vague recollection, he may have played like, like it was like some, then he went on loan a few times. He? Yeah, Fend. yeah, um, but again, yeah, I remember him being again, you know, you're right. It's, I think, because the whole Andy Robinson thing, and he was they took him a punt and. I remember he, yeah I mean, he came with a bit of pedigree wasn't it he? he came he was it was a you know a good potential and i think he wasn't for a lot of money and i think again as you said he just went for a pun it's like what we're doing now with czech republic players you know it's like <laughs> you we're know, apparently apparently actively searching the czech republic for a striker now because you know we're getting <laughs> so our head of get recruitment. exactly we're getting our head of head of recruitment uh thomas Suchek to go and get us a a centre back now because it works with right back but yeah um yeah, I mean, Steve Hendry, I mean, as you said that, I and mean, yeah, so we go online to South End and stuff, and, uh, but yeah, he's, he's, he's Scottish, so he's in. Yeah, pretty much, he makes it by default. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, even good. then, like, looking at Hendry, it says a lot about our sort of recruitment, in a sense, where yeah. we just took a point there, and Scottish people could tell that, whereas you see yeah, guys, yeah. like, we signed the Cardozo boy last year, Yeah, the boy from Portugal, See a lot of those signings, you can or Tony Martinez, who's went on to Porto, but a lot of the signings like Cardozo and the boy Henry the center half. Yeah. I think me just think just because you know, rumors, or I don't think there's any real strategy behind it. I think it, you can see that with obviously Henry, but a lot of players yeah. as well.
0: I think it's a punt. I think yeah. You know, I think a lot of other teams do it. They buy they buy players, and you know, unfortunately, by buying a player, you have potentially squeezed out academy and academy player in there. Chelsea did it all the time, and Chelsea literally their squad's about three times as big as their Premier League squad, and then they just send them all out on loan. They just punt them, and you never know what's going to happen. um And I think yeah. I mean, I think mean, yeah. It's like you know, if you're going to buy them, then you know, clearly that was part of moise's strategy this season is actually you know we do have quite a thin squad and there are some really good youngsters in us in the team we know yeah, that with true. the the carabell cup teams um the boy ashby um yeah. you know he's 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 a he's a good he's he's brilliant i mean i i when he came on and when he played that when he came on for the Charlton game and then when he played the whole of the whole the whole of the whole game um he looked like a proper player he just looks like a good player the way he sort of held himself and i think yeah. i think Portion. he'll be good. Yeah, I think it'd be good for 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 West Ham and for Scotland. He was good with under twenty ones recently yeah. as well, so hopefully,
1: yeah. you know, he, he goes on to bigger things. And hopefully, Moyes takes a shine to him and gets him in
0: a we start ahead of corner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but also, I mean, you've got like, even people like Ben Johnson and and you've got like yeah. uh, Alessi, and you know, you've got some good players there. I mean, even Cardoso. I mean, not being funny, he's you know, he's he came of a very good pedigree apparently so um yeah we'll see but yeah i think henry was well you're right and we bought we bought we, there was a period where we did do a lot of those pump punt, those punts yeah. yeah um because it wasn't i think it was a few hundred thousand i think we bought him for or something like maybe a million yeah i think the room up here was about a million pound but yeah
1: obviously
0: might have led to a million pounds if you know mid appearances <laughs> and so forth but <laughs> the Champions um... League trophy, yeah, yeah, or something like that name. <laughs> right, okay. all right, let's go into the centre backs so There's a better hope a bit better luck in the centre back. Yeah.
1: So, the first centre half is a bit of a cult hero um as well. We went on to play with St. Murm and that's uh Mr Anton Ferdinand. Oh good old Anton. Anton exactly. Ferdinand. So he's not Scottish again, but he does have a connection playing up here. Yeah. Um I can remember him playing sort of the era where you know I started really understanding yeah. my style It was, you know, James Collins the first time round, Anton Ferdinand, you know, John Pancel, you know, Paul yeah. Kincheski all, all you know, those sort of players in that era. And Anton Ferdinand was that player who was He could have been like a Mark Noble in terms of he never had, you know, you could always tell he he had a level but at the same time being you know, he was never as good as his brother but he potentially could have went on to make it with us, you know, if he you know, if he just had that sort of, maybe luck you know, on his way or develop maybe, but um, he was a a sort of a, a hero of mine just because he came through the youth I love players that come through the youth and you know, our West Ham or our on you know, my different teams so um he, he was a a player that you know as soon as i knew he played in scotland and you know he could make you start in the oven
0: he was in yeah, he was in and you're right he's i mean he's a top, top bloke top top bloke and still loves the club and, and a lovely man we've had him on the channel and he's, he's a, a beautiful man and uh really really speaks passionately about the club which is really nice yeah, to it, do yeah really. i love
1: players like that even guys at yeah. like james talk stuff who've Obviously, moved on to pasture you, but you know, I think that if he was given the chance, he'd still be at West Ham. So, Definitely. guys like you know, you know, your Collins, your Tompkins, Anton Ferdinand, you know, they are a rare breed, obviously.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, for us, you know, some of them don't come with you know, they are you know, a real Ferdinand every time and a Frank Lampard, but yeah. you know, guys like that would have been if they had the, the quality, you know, would have been some team just to keep a hold of in, in
0: terms of the players that have come through us. Yeah, of course. Right, okay. We'll put Anton in. Who's he going to the partner then, Jamie? Oh, the next one's a uh, uh, no doubt I'm sure you're you're ready hovering over his name,
1: Mister Mister Christian Daly.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I was I was and around <laughs> trying to find it. Ready, Mister Christian Daly. Yes, we got to get Christian him Daly, in.
1: So, yeah, I think that's. I don't need to explain myself here, do I? Obviously, no. he's a, a cult hero. Just his song alone. I'm not. He's not in here through ability or his time of West Ham. Just for his song alone he's uh, he's made many a, a lady um worth traveling to so yeah christian daly's and there, but i can remember obviously watching him as well again he's another player that maybe didn't have the quality to be uh you know i must start loving 11 because he was the best player i've ever seen yeah he's in there because you know one he's a legend for us you know he tried his best he's like a joey O'Brien brian type player where, yeah, you know yeah. he. Tried his best every time he went on the pitch, and he was he was decent at times. He did have his his you know moments, and other yeah. times he maybe just you know typical West
0: Army. Think we can do better on me, ship him off, and me yeah. try bringing someone else in. You're, but you're right. He always put a shift in. You know what I mean? He was, yeah. and and he there's no doubt of his commitment, and very similar to he said, like a James Collins. Or, or you know, he's you know, he wasn't maybe the most technically gifted defender, but if that ball was gonna if he could get any part of his body in front of that ball to stop it going in, he would. Hard as nails that man. Um and yeah. And obviously, you know he, he was Scottish, so therefore he's it, yeah. he's you know, so sort of, that was pretty much a nailed on one, I think, to be honest. Right. Um right, let's move into midfielders. So you've got two two midfielders. Who's your first midfielder? Well the first one is our uh... Both are makeshift, as
1: I say. The first one is a centre mid, I suppose, this season. It's a Mr. Robert Snodgrass. Uh
0: oh, Snoddy, the, be... the Snod Father.
1: <laughs> um the new Piet, I suppose. That was the plan anyway. But yeah. yeah, Snodgrass. Um, I suppose in my era, you know, as I said at the start, there wasn't many players that I could include just yeah. due to the fact I haven't seen them play. Snowgrass is one where you know he's Scottish and he sort of optimizes everything you want in a West Ham player, and also in a Scottish player as well. You know you sort of you he think of Scottish players maybe back in the day, but nowadays you know it's sort of hard grafting. You know you mm. it's an industry about sort of Scottish players nowadays. So, um, in terms of you know the hard working and you know determination, you know to put yeah. yards in for the club and you know Snowgrass, you know. Last season, sort of optimised. I think it was last season where he came in this
0: spell on the team, and he was like the, the best player on the team for a, you know yeah. a while. He was like top. He was like top of like the opter index and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, Pellegrin. That was the first Petties. You know, Pellegrini spent all this money on all these players, and Snoddy was in the starting yeah. lineup, which just shows you what what he must have thought of him. You know, and it's like. I think we, and I think that's something like we really missed when he was injured because he was injured quite a lot, for, like a lot of last season, wasn't he? Towards like the last half yeah. of last season almost, and it was a real shame because he's clearly like a great, you know, in like, in terms of his his place within the squad. And obviously, there was talk of obviously going to Celtic on loan during the summer, um and that didn't happen. And I'm really glad it didn't happen because I just think he's such a. He's such a good squad man, and um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you say he's a makeshift, but that's the position he's playing in. The you know, when he when he yeah. plays, man. he's in the centre of the three. He's not quick enough to do a. Uh, and obviously, you know, it was his foul that uh, that set up the man yeah. goal. You know, he was clever enough, and he, really he, sort was of wily, he was wily enough. He's a wily old player, isn't it? Wily old professional. And uh, no, I love. Like it. I think he's He you know, I think we've got more of a certain age now where he's got his limits,
1: but. Yeah, I think you know. There's no doubt he's got ability as well. He set pieces, you know, are setting to none. You know, yeah. he's he has an asset to the club, I think, and he's been a good servant as well. You know, he's. I can remember I met him. Um, where was it? Preston train station. We played Preston uh, during pre-season, and I met him at the train station. I was just talking away, and I think he was on Montevilla the season before. And he was telling me that he didn't actually want to go to Villa. He wanted to no. go, you know, make a sort of a a new start at West Ham that season. They wanted to yeah. give everything because first thing in London, and also, you know, he, he loved the club. So I think you know he's been un, un, you know hard done by because he did oh, come yes. with yeah. that player tag, if you like. But yeah. he ha- you know has been a good servant overall with
0: us. Oh, he yeah, has been definitely, and you know the fact that you know I love him just because. West Ham calls him the snod, father. I just think he's brilliant. You know, I, just, I, love, I love him. He's just so funny. He's just such a funny bloke to have around the around the ground. You know, it's really funny. top funny. Banter is top, and obviously they use him for all the all the prank stuff and yeah. things like that, don't they? Because he's he's always a good laugh, and I just I love him. Right, okay. Snoddy's in. Who is Snoddy going to partner in the centre? So this and, one is
1: a, a very much a, a makeshift. Um, it's Freddie Lundberg. Freddie Lumbard. Freddie
0: Lumbard. Oh, yeah. Carry on talking while I find Freddie. Go on. Then.
1: So yeah, um, Freddie Lumbard. Now the reason I've included him is just because you know I had other options. I had Nigel Quashie, um, Quashie, yeah. the big Quashie master. Um, all these, you know, I, I had a few players, but no one I could really recall playing. You know, for us and also seen in the flesh as well. and yeah. um, birth came to Celtic, and his twilight—really, twilight, really twilight years—we thought we'd seen his twilight years. Little did we know. There you go. You've you've got him. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I just, I just uh, had to
0: scroll yeah. a bit there, Jamie. Like yeah. I found him. Surprised <laughs> you've even got him up, because I don't well, think I, anyone else you. will have pick up. I tell you for why we interviewed Phil Parks's daughter marie parks lovely lady yeah. friend of the channel and she picked her 11 of players that she fancied and <laughs> <had to> <laughs> in there. so that's why he's in he's in this that's why he's in my database but yes freddie lundberg and as you said went to celtic didn't he um but be the twilight.
1: Again, like, you know, he came to us after arsenal where yeah would, you know he had an opportunity to maybe for maybe do a couple of seasons where he could give us something, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But nah, he, he just wasn't the same player, I suppose, after Arsenal, nah. was he? just injuries. Yeah, he just, just gets injury. injured.
0: And, like, you know, it was part of that weird time where we just, yeah. part of this sort of the Magnusson time, wasn't it? Where we just had lots of players on massive wages, big names on big wages, and just didn't work out, you know. And it's like, and it's a shame because, like, you know, I think any only played about 25, 30, made 25, 30 appearances for us. And he scored a couple of goals, if I remember. Didn't really set the world alight, but he was a name I
1: remember him because of that era. That era, as I say, was yeah. the era where for me I started supporting you know every week of the games and match of the day. And he. you know, there's not many players as I say that have played for West Ham that have gone on to play in Scotland or yeah. you know, that sort of can play in my start loving. But he was one where you know, even though you know he didn't have the best of careers the team he played in sort of was you know brings back good memories in terms of sort of i didn't understand at the time but the money we spent i enjoyed it yeah just because you know obviously i've seen all these players coming into west ham and you know seeing it seeing us playing a bit better than
0: the early 2000s anyway you know yeah exactly and i mean you know, i mean you know he wasn't I remember he wasn't at celtic for a very long time no nah. um, he's just a season or like half a season so that way but um, it, again he qualifies doesn't he, he qualifies and i know yeah. we're struggling for midfielders so so he qualifies That's he very good. Eat, so... yeah <laughs> right okay so that's your two we're gonna go the four up front so you go through it as you want to man those four yeah so i'll start right wing even. Um
1: okay. he's he wouldn't be classed as a winger, but maybe has the pace to do it. I'd go with Craig Bellamy. Oh yes, nice. Craig Bellamy. So yeah. he is well known in Scotland for playing for Celtic for a period yeah. of time. Um he came to Scotland on loan. Um and yeah he was very good up here as well, you know, obviously came sort of my career so he, he did, yeah. you know I was going to say have the same quality as he Had, you know, playing down in England So, um, you know, we've seen him sort of In his prime, I suppose yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he was really, really good up here I can always remember playing with Scotland You know, a Celtic, sorry and He was just that class above, really You know, a big name There's been a lot of big name players that have come up here and struggled yeah. He wasn't really one of them He maybe didn't take off You know, he wasn't like a Henry Larson But he was a player yeah. who You know, was stand above in a joint you watch yeah. even if he did play with celtic <laughs> um and obviously when he went to west ham again you know he was a bit of a journeyman and i, I suppose you know he didn't really like a robbie Keane type player you didn't really know how he was going to be he could be a player that came in and done really well for us we got a few years out of not that we have many players like that or he could have you know been Injury prone, and yeah. you know, another player that was on big wages, but I felt even though he did have a few injuries, he, we did he was get good money, team. you know. Yeah, money yeah. Does,
0: you know,
1: it
0: was a shame, it was a shame because we bought him clearly as a partner for Dean Ashton. Yeah, that, got injured and that really fucked up, I think, Craig Bellamy in terms of how he how he's going to play, to be honest, by the looks of it, because it was good. He would have been the new, they would have been the new, uh, you know, Cotty Macaveni. you know, definitely them two, um, and uh. Yeah, I would say, you know, there is there is a lot of West Ham Celtic connections, and I'm sure there's a couple more coming in soon to your 11. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I rate—I I, I thought Craig Bellamy was great fun, you know, and by all accounts, fantastic um, professional, you know, when we interview people. We talk about Craig Bellamy, the, the players who played with him, um, you know, they all rated his professionalism. He was a nasty piece of work, um you know, on the pitch, and we love, you know, he's a he's, bastard. He's he's well we've, a we are, we've brought in
1: strikers, and we think we can do better. So we move them yeah. on because big wages, or you know, yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah. Then bring players in who are not as good as them, and no. we're in that vicious cycle. maybe no. was one we are obviously, you know, you got to an age where he was maybe past his best, and he did have injuries, but. Yeah, at that period of time, you know, he was one of our most most recently, you know, best strikers. I suppose you know mm-hmm. we haven't done it. Obviously, we had Ashton and you know yeah. guys like and Cole and stuff. You know, maybe in a different bracket where they weren't as good, but you know they've gave us good memories. Whereas yeah. Bellamy was that quality player that maybe did deliver.
0: I suppose whereas other players haven't. He had pace, didn't he? He was ex- he had pace, and you know we yeah. Bar Antonio. Um, our, our strikers don't seem to be always pacey, you know, so I mean, no, not, as I said, no doubt you're going to mention a few. I don't think any of them are blistering pace, you know, and, <laughs> and, and Craig Bellamy was, wasn't he? And, um, you know, apart from Antonio, and he was exciting. He was an exciting player, and he was nippy, and he was like a terrier, wasn't he? He'd just get involved. and, and it it wasn't, wh- I say all that, but he wasn't, you know, we
1: didn't get him, and he wasn't sort of, we spent a lot of money for him, and we yeah. didn't get like a, a an Ashton that could have been, yeah. you know, he yeah, could yeah, have yeah. been a player, But at the same time, I just feel as if he, he was good for us during that period of time.
0: Yeah, and he did
1: have a lot of class.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. All right, I'll put Bellamy in. Who's your next one of your four then? So I'll go a step in. So I'll go
1: from you know with one of yeah. two up top. Um, you might be surprised a little bit, but again, I'm going for players that. I don't. I can't pick my best eleven that I've seen play yeah. West Ham. So like this players could, yeah. could have been, you know, a West Ham legend if given an opportunity. Um, this one's Jelovic. Ah,
0: the Yelovich.
1: Surprise! I say a legend
0: as if you know they're going to go in to be fine. Going to find, have to throw <laughs> that. one in? Oh <laughs> man, the Keiji Jelovic. Okay, yeah, carry on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Yelovich. I
1: think he's a striker. that you know, done a good job for us at the time, obviously. He was lucky enough that we had Payeth, Lanzini, you know, in prime. Um
0: he didn't set the world alight, but No, he didn't. But he should have. Do you know what I mean? He should yeah. have because he is you know, obviously he was about, you know, six foot one, six foot two, something like that. He was strong and you think we like a good strong striker. You know, we had, you know, Dean Ashtons, we had yeah. John Hartson's. We had, you know, we had these type of big players, and he should, and he was banging him in the hole, weren't he? Absolutely banging him in the hole. Even the uh, Rangers.
1: Rangers, honestly, was yeah. probably the best players that I've seen in the Premier League, yeah. you not know, in Scotland. He, he was. He had everything, you know. He had technique. He could finish. He had, you know, skill yeah. quality. At West Ham, obviously, we played a style of play at the time that suited him as well. You know, we played a lot of
0: yeah, good football. Definitely
1: created chances, opportunities, but I think it was just because of maybe who else was we had in the team at the time, maybe and guys and the where it was almost as if we had to play them, um, mm. but, I yeah, ahead. I thought he done well with us at the time, you know, he, again, yeah. he's one of the players we, we let go because we think we can do better. Yeah, you're right, and you're totally right again. We, yeah. you know, we never really have brought in players that, okay, we may have brought in one or two that mm. have done well and moved on again, but there's
0: never really been MD that's come in and been any better than him you know yeah and you're right i mean he's also you know thinking about it that was that period where we did buy quite a few players as well didn't we um he was one of several i think we brought in that summer i think that's probably our busiest summer in recent history i think we about six or seven players yeah yeah something like that and so he was just one of lots and maybe if he was one of a few as you said he might have had a bit bigger crack of the whip because i was really i remember when he signed i was like yeah decent you know it's a decent player you know and he's he's a you know he'd always seem to score against us and so uh yeah but uh just never really replicated his is what he did at rangers and, and hull really unfortunately and then he buggered off to china i think after that um right okay the to Probably the first time he's, he's in, uh, turned up. It'll be the last. It will definitely be the last for a few players. So it's well, you know, they, I don't know whether someone's going to do a, Someone might do an 11 of, uh, you know, numbers. Yugoslavian 11, Eastern yeah. Block 11 maybe, and it could appear. Right, who's yeah. the next striker then?
1: So the next one, again, is just someone who, you know, I'm bigging these players up a little bit, saying they could be West Ham Legends and that, just to, to try and sell it. I'm trying to sell it to you. <laughs> The next one is a West Ham legend and again it comes with both sides because he's a West town legend, but in Scotland you'd be surprised he played in Scotland, never mind be a legend.
0: Yeah. So that's her, Carlton Cole. Yes, Carlton Cole. So, really yes, good old Carlton. You're right, but yeah. Right. yeah, Celtic, it? is it Celtic people? Yeah. Oh Carlton Cole, God bless him. now he he is someone who is i mean you know he's a i think he's brilliant i love him uh he's a west ham he's a typical west ham player in that he'd have a fantastic game and then have an absolute shocker maybe in the same game he would do something fantastic and and shock at the same time but he loves the club he loves west ham and uh he, 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 you know, he, he, I think he really. By, by I remember hearing an interview about him, but he did enjoy his time at Celtic. It was just very, very short, wasn't it? Very, very short stint at yeah. Celtic. He just never um,
1: got going, I suppose.
0: No, no, I know, and it's just one of those things where, just you know, if you're especially if you're moving to a different different league, um, if you don't hit the ground running, I think you sort of you get lost, and and then after that, he went to. Uh, I think then he went to Thailand or India or something. I think, like I think he went to America. Then he went to then he went to Thailand. I think he played you know a couple of games for somewhere and then you know and then he went to Thailand. Yeah. Then he came back home um, and uh, you know so good we we bought him twice. You know that's how good he was. <laughs> you know it's like we could he took he took a pay cut to come back to play for yeah. us. You know and stuff like that. So or
1: style shoot so him as well because we were never a team. We you not know, Celtic. When you're a striker, you're sort of supposed to run over the top of teams, have that quality to yeah. cut home defenses. You know, be like a maybe a Salah type player. You know, all the time you yeah. you're just constantly running the show. Whereas West Ham obviously was that target man. He, he didn't really have to to you know right.
0: really do much apart from put yourself about. You know, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't like the, the, the big yeah exactly he could just sort of sit up front really um yeah. and and just let things happen and uh you know i mean to be honest you know i remember he scored absolute cracker against spurs um and then i think in the same game he gave away basically the ball <laughs> to, to the main to score so and you know i just love him and if you watched him on soccer AM the other day absolutely fucking shocking you know yeah. his, <laughs> i think jim scored more of him you know and jim <laughs> yeah. played for his defender and ain't played longer than him. No, and and you know obviously he's involved with the kit with the coaching and stuff and uh no i love him i think he's great, That's great isn't here, isn't isn't he? He is. he's just a cult hero isn't it? He? no i wouldn't yeah. say a legend he's a cult hero isn't he yeah, he's, definitely. he's famous for being cult and cole right so by my recollection we have one more spot
1: that is correct
0: my man so
1: the last spot now he is not only a west ham hero he is also my other club in italy's hero as well um i say hero is a legend yeah and i've seen him play a couple of times granted um you might catch me out but his testimonials but the same yeah, time no, being an play, we'll let that
0: uh, one have because you, you've been struggling, my man. So we'll let you, yeah. we'll let you have that one. Go on.
1: And then um, he was, uh, I was alive to see him playing the TV at least. It's so a Mr. Yeah. Paolo Di Canio,
0: yeah. You have to put Paolo
1: in the team without not including him, um, to be honest. No. So he's, uh, you know, I'm a Lazio fan as well. So, oh, cool, having that connection, you know, it's just he is sort of the uh, in football, you know, that's say. The sort of connection and the the player that would optimise, you know, my love for football. So, um yeah, he's he's just different gravy, isn't he? He's, he's class. Again, yeah. like he's a West Ham legend, and he's just one of the players where some of the players I've mentioned, you know, even now, you know, they're still always talking about West Ham. You know, yeah, doing West Ham podcast, you know, whatever, you know, they are proper West Ham, and it's almost as if they're ingrained with the. The club now as well, so yeah, he's just uh, a...
0: he's one of them, isn't he? He's he is one of a of legend them. he is he's, he's um, he is he... I think, obviously, the way he came to the club, um, you know, we, we basically resurrected his career. You know, to yeah. be honest, after he did that, he could have had no club touch him a barge pole, but we did because we always have and we, yeah. we <laughs> or and uh, you know, to to then become. Arguably one of the players in in, in Premier League history because he was, you know, he was he was that good. You know, in terms of you look at him and maybe not to the level of a Zola or an Omri, but he would be in the same conversation. You know, he might be fourth or fifth in that conversation, but still, he's in that. He wouldn't have been in that conversation if he was still at Sheffield Wednesday, Um, and and that's and that's the key to it. And I think he realised that, and he. He just gets the fans. The fans got him. He still loves the club. Um, I think because there's a similarity between... We, we do tend to get, with Italian players, they do tend to get very passionate with West Ham. I think maybe it's a similar... Obviously, in Lazio, you've got the ultras and it's sort of a, you know, working yeah. class, you know, sort of like, you know, you know, it's not like a posh club. Yeah. Um, and I think that's there's there's a lot of similarities there um, with sort of the East End and stuff like that. Also, with us and a lot of Liverpool players who come down from Liverpool, Merseyside, you get that sort of that correlation as well. So, you know, Albie Martin yeah. and Mark Ward and people like that as well. And he just got the club and the club got him and, um, you know. Just he was just brilliant it was a, it was a joy to watch because he was an entertainer and you know nowadays you don't get players who entertain you, you get entertained by players for their skill but not their personality and stuff like that and he, he was, was, it was yeah exactly two, wasn't it? yeah even yeah. guys like ben
1: Rama, you know back in the day guys like ben Rama would have an aura about them as well they would have mm. that personality to go with it yeah but I think now it's just you know guys like Jesse Lingard and Pogba are the, yeah. the new sort of new norm as well, isn't it? Where...
0: Yeah, it's a it's, a, it's an that's arrogance. Just that, it's an I mean. arro- yeah, it's an arrogance now rather than necessarily uh, a personality, and 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 that's that's a real shame, you know, because obviously we've done over you know over two hundred of these interviews and we interviewed obviously ex players as well as fans, and when you interview the ex players, they just all have an incredible personality and you know and they that transpired onto the football pitch so it is you know you know yeah, people like john moncur you know he would like jockey if he was on the bench he would be jockeying you know alongside the linesman and you know he, he wouldn't get away with it now but he would be like pretending to grope the linesman and stuff like that and you know, but it was funny, and you know, in in that time it was funny, and it was a bit of personality, and it was something to enjoy not just the football, um, but actually enjoy what's going on. Is a theater, and it's, players are to... for that players, you know, yeah, exactly. Players other teams because they, you know, who they were, and
1: they would play up to it as well. But now you yeah. don't get into that at all, you know. And it's just no. Paul de kind of was a legend for that, but he also had ability, and you know, players have yeah. like been marked to be signed you know. And, Yeah, you know us as West Ham fans. You know we don't have many of them, but when they come around, they seem to be, you know, different grave, They seem to be not just legends for us, but Premier League sort of. You know they take you Premier League by storm. I think it is just because you know when they're playing for us, is that maybe connection and it's you know Mm. us as a fan base. You know we are quite, you know it's it's West Ham. You know even. You know things like Green Street and stuff. As a form player, you must be playing for West Ham, thinking you know this is sort of you know I'm playing yeah, for right. them. for them. Must you know you can tell that with some of the players coming over and you know you know speaking to Italian friends and stuff and people in Italy and abroad. You know they do think of West Ham fans being that ultra type. So suppose yeah, being yeah. a, a form player, you know and they must really get hyped up and playing in front of a fan base that you know
0: yeah and you feel a connection, action you know yeah and and i mean it's a you know it's there's no doubt how passionate we are as fans and and we're an unusual bunch of fans uh i think we're, we're very different you know it's like we've always as said, we've always got something to talk about and that's why there's so many west ham youtube channels because there's so, obviously apart from my one which we don't do we do all the nostalgia but obviously you know West Ham fan TV, how much chat orange United. It's really the parties, uh,
1: there's
0: this. always, there's always something to talk about in it. It's like, I, I, what, how could, you know, I, I, I feel sorry for other clubs. I feel sorry for Southampton. You know, what do the Southampton YouTube channels talk about? You know, cause it's like, they've got a well-run club and they've got like all this and they're doing all right. And you know, there's no drama, it seems there, but we've always got something to talk about. And whether it's, a, and, and I, and I think, it's just it's just part and parcel of being a west ham fan we're a very unusual bunch of fans we've been hardened by you know 40 years of not winning anything and um apart from the total cup i do apologize um <laughs> but, but uh but yeah and 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 i think i think players warm to that you know and it takes a certain type of play i think to really get themselves in with the fans and you know you, you mentioned people like Snoddy and and people like colton and people like paolo and they just get the fans, and the fans get them because they put it in. You know, maybe not Paolo, to be honest, like hundred percent. But you know, Colton would run after that pointless ball in the corner, um, and he'd keep on running for that pointless ball in the corner. Snoddy wouldn't give up. Um, you know, Christian Daly wouldn't give up. Anton, you knew he was going to have a, he was going to have a, you know, he's going to play for you should pay for the shirt.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And, and that's what, and that's all we ask. That is all we ask, isn't it? And it's like I know when Moyes, Moyes is, like during the summer, was saying the type of players he wants to bring in, other players that he wants to be to, to understand what it's like to be a West Ham player. So clearly, he knows there's a difference being a West Ham player compared to another club. And it is about the sort of the intention of the fans. You know, as long as you put your shirt on, and as long as you try. If you're not that technical, if you're not technical good enough, that's that ain't your fault. You know, because we've bought you but as long as you try we can't fault your commitment and um that's all it is it's such an easy game it's such an easy game to be a to be a, a you know a west ham great it's just to put it in every time man just to put it in every time and that's why i think you know unfortunately the players that you know obviously we're sort of we're in the sort of flux between you know the, the hangover from the Pellegrini era obviously what Moise is doing so you see like the players that Moyes has brought into the players that Pellegrini brought in they're very different players you know it's like you know Sucek Bowen Sufau you know these guys are going to just grind all 90 minutes
1: I think as we said earlier I think Moyes is you know that's his type of player where exactly, yeah, um, the most technically gifted because he's not yeah. used to deal with mass amount of money apart from United of course yeah even then, he didn't get a lot to spend in the book for no. no. me. Um, so, like, he's not used to dealing with, you know, players that are the full article. I suppose you know he's used yeah. to deal with players that are, you know, obviously have raw ability. You know, to yeah. play in the Premier League, but maybe don't have that. You know, are missing something. Yeah, uh, just to get that to that next level, and, and you can yeah. see that in the players he's brought in. You know, guys like, yeah. you know, he's brought in some bargains in terms of, you know, look at. The, the two Czech boys and also Bowen, yeah. well. You know, the players he has brought in are value for money and they're also very, yeah. you know, good players in terms of yeah. the players surrounding us as well. You know, yeah. Bowen's definitely an upgrade to a Lanzini or Fernales for me. Yeah. You know, we needed a right back. We could have spent spent millions, you know, 20 million or so on a right yeah. back. But I feel as if Kufal, you know, has done incredibly well since oh, coming yeah. in. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he. Obviously, goes back to the whole West Ham you know, conspiracy. And is he signing the players? You know, did he want other targets? And he didn't yeah. get stuff. You know, so really, if you back on maybe in January or next summer, we
0: might see the films even more side. But that's the thing, you know. I mean, you know, we've you know when we sold Grady, you know, the there was you know we did you know they said we're going to invest in the team, and they haven't paid them. The money hasn't been spent. So the assumption is it's still in the kitty. And come January, if we're in the shit we've got made to to buy You know, I think it's, there's no point buying for buying's sake. Do you know what I I mean? I honestly think, you know, we've got some really, really good kids in our squad, you know, in, in, in the under 23s. And we've proven that in the whole, as is in the, in the Carabao cup games. And, you know, yes, we're probably, we are probably about two injuries away from, from looking like a completely different team, but we might not get two injuries you know and if we bought if you we went and played 30 million play pound for a couple of players and they don't play they want to fuck off in january anyway so i think I mean, we the
1: did you know, we, both, we did need a center half you know
0: yeah i think we did need
1: a half, as well. it's, yeah. i think it is just more the fact we didn't spend money and then mm. we brought in ben rama do we need an winger? now we've got an injury to antonio you know yeah. i think moise has
0: you know he's got a difficult Task you in terms of yeah, it's, difficult. it's a balancing act isn't it really yeah. as well and i think you know i think he's he but also he's keen to keep a small squad he's actually come out and said that and i think part of the reason yeah. is is because he knows what's the backup in the fact is you know since he's come in he is i mean i obviously we do a few under 23 games we used to do them obviously when we had people in the stadium yeah. um at the stadium and we'd obviously do the noise do the music and stuff like that he's the only manager i've seen at under 23 games at london stadium and at park who turns up and watches the under 23s so he knows he knows the kids you know he knows what's coming through you know i mean pellegrini famously had the kids training and training at chaddle heath and he was training at rush green that was the first thing moyes did was bring the the kids back over wasn't it exactly and you hear stories from like yesteryear and um, we had like bertie Brayley on who scored in the 1999 fa cup final and he obviously the kids at chaddle Heath would be playing next to the first team and harry would look over and if there's some a couple of them doing well he'd bring sure. them over and let him play in the first team and obviously ironically you know bertie bertie and joe cole came over in their first training session was when John Kitt, John Artson kicked uh, Bericovich in the head, and you know, <laughs> so uh, two more Celtic fat players. <laughs> but um, and I think there's, I think as, and we love seeing an academy boy coming through. We love seeing young young players come through, and I think yes, I think you know, I think, I think there's also, I think part of the reason why we got Dawson on on a loan rather than bought him, I thought that was that was be- that was that was actually quite a good deal. Um, yeah. Because I think we've got Winston Recombe back in January, who's playing quite often at Kansas. And I you believe he's back in January. Back in the know, fall. Yeah, I mean, straight I back. So, and yeah. I think he seems to be playing really well at Kansas City. So, fuck, you know, get him back in, man. And it's like, you know, that's why we maybe not spent money on Craig Dawson. The Bear Army deal, I know everyone was like, how it how all happened. But we've got like a £30 million pay for £4 million. And if he's shit, then fuck, we'll send him back to. Boston. I think it was. You know it what I mean?
1: It's just the way they go around. Find, see if yeah. you know they, yeah. see if they brought in. just yeah, it was Dawson, right? But see if they bought a twenty million cent and a half, and yeah. then says what we're doing is we're sending Anderson out on loan, with the view to maybe so you wouldn't you yeah. wouldn't do this, but if the view to maybe sell him next summer, or signing yeah, yeah. Ben Ram loan, we'll sign him next summer. Anderson will move out, and yeah. you know people have a strategy in their head and think well, that's good business because Anderson's not really done much, and yeah. we're getting Ben Ram. You know, for the same. Yeah, sort of right. yeah, be good, thing,
0: good good business, yeah. but just well, obviously, just to do it. You and, know, it's like there's no. And you're right. I didn't think of it that way. We probably didn't pay anything really because we're probably the f- loan deal to Porto is probably very similar to the loan yeah. deal to. So actually, it's probably it cancels itself out. But you know, it's and I think it's yeah it's it's just it's just just the way it all comes out and i know moise is he's, he's trying to put a big sort of like cut on all the leaks and stuff like that yeah. which i think is brilliant Um well i think it's funny you 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 announce you're not doing any leaks which yeah. isn't <laughs> announced, you know, but anyway. so but but we'll see what happens in it it's like you can only judge a book by what happens it by its cover but but obviously you know you can only, you can only real, listen man. to the album. exactly and so we'll see what happens man but uh oh well Anyway, an hour and twenty-five minutes. it, there. You know, when did that happen? <laughs> Sorry, I just kept talking and cut oh, all the man, rubbish. Brilliant. I just sat there and just listening, man. It's been lovely. <laughs> um Jamie man, it's been lovely, man. Um, I really, really appreciate your, your time. Um, so thank you. And and again, there's been a lot of work going to that eleven, and, and everyone will appreciate it. Because no, it's the oven you'll get, but
1: it's um, it's oh, the oven it. if, it, if there's yeah. any Ouch. let me know.
0: I'm well, I'm I'm sure people will basically go, what about John Artson? But I was too young. Like, I can remember John Arsenal, of course. Was too young to see him all, so therefore, why pick him? That's that's why you know that's why I put this sort of like you have to be alive to have seen them play thing. Because otherwise you'd probably have an easier job. Because if if it was as okay, you could put Bobby Ferguson in goal, you could put Ray Stewart in, you could have put Malcolm <laughs> Mackay, you could have actually pissed it, but actually you've taken because you've put that. You put that rule in and you put in your own criteria in, then it's 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 more of a journey and people appreciate it because it means also you get random like discussions about Freddie Lundberg, and uh, the Keats Jelovic. Mm. you know. Rather than talk about Macaveni and Hartson, which people do all the time, we're talking about Jelovic uh, and we're talking about Bellamy and and uh, and Freddie Lundberg. Oh, and it's uh, always good uh, to get, could get us could have been legends. That's my yes. all could, could have, have been, been messed up the coulda woulda shoulda elevens. But yeah, <laughs> they should have all been legends. You're right. And yeah, you know, but uh no man, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Thank you, man. It's been really, really fun chatting oh, to you. And obviously, you nah, cheers, man. Obviously, thank you to everyone else for watching. Um, if you're watching it on YouTube, whatever, give it a like, give it a share, subscribe to the channel, join the Patreon if you want, spend some money. Um or if you're listening to on, you know, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Alexa. Alexa, play my hammers eleven. Um that's gonna work one day, going really fuck people off, but I need to get the the view the listenership up, so we're having a go. listening to me. Alexa, Alexa, play I can't do it, I can't do it. I'm not very good. There's let no, because Alexa's the same is the accent. Yeah, same yeah, yeah.
1: exactly.
0: It's just a posh posh woman, isn't it? So I don't remember. Really but then uh anyway, until next time. <laughs> me and jamie take care one stay safe wash those hands come new you irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone Podcast Network. 18 plus.